0: We're going to dance, we're going to dance, we're going to dance, and have some fun. Dig. Dig.
1: It's Andrea Land, your grieving goddess, and uh, boy, it's been a fascinating last week, that's for sure. Lots of uh, (laughs) chaos, craziness, a lot of tension amongst people, a lot of a propensity towards conflict, lots of efforts to kind of divert us from our projects. I am super excited because I'm using these new uh, wireless buds that I got and the recording capacity is actually pretty damn good. So that's exciting to me. Um, So for this week we have the new moon in Cancer which happens uh, today and is a little before this soul action plan reading if you're new to me i do a soul action plan reading every week for the xanadu collective that addresses your inner child your earth self your highest self and your galactic team with different decks um new moon cancer lots of feels um lots of emotions lots of push and pull but also um balance, loyalty, uh, you know, tenacity, getting out there making your projects happen, getting out there and taking actions to change whatever it is that you want to change. Now, you know, I want to keep in mind, that doesn't mean that you necessarily need to go write the great American novel this next week. Uh, Maybe it's establish a routine where you take care of yourself. That is a worthwhile project and especially useful this next week on the 11th. We move into Mars in Leo, which is all about drive, strength, ambition, pushing forward. Um, The negative part of that, of course, can be uh, being overbearing, uh, maybe too prideful. But at any rate, we're all being asked to answer a call to engage more either on a personal level or in a public way about uh ascension spirituality just and this doesn't mean that you know you're going knocking on people's doors and proselytizing but when there is an invitation to share a little more of yourself like oh yeah i have a pendulum or I keep this crystal under my pillow or whatever it is, uh, do that. If you, if you, you are called to do that, if you're feeling like, oh, maybe I should, they said this thing. And I wonder if they would be receptive to what I want to say. And if you're having the thought, then they probably will be receptive. And even if they're not, um, that's okay. Not everybody needs to agree with you or validate you. You really need to be looking within more and validating yourself um there has also been a lot about boundaries and uh standing up for yourself, standing up for others. Um I know for me over the 4th of July weekend, uh I was really focusing more on native peoples and uh all of the atrocities that are being uncovered that have been perpetrated by the church for thousands of years um, that are now coming to light and um, what the true origins of some of these great nations that we have praised and worshipped like idols have actually been founded on and that makes it a little uh, impossible for me to go be flag waving and all of that And um, just like last year, about this time, we had at least we, I mean, um, willfully blind because it was too painful and scary to look at and we didn't know what to do about it anyway. Uh, So that would be mostly white people who weren't aware of our ingrained racism, um, and have been working on that for the past year. Now it is time to unmask and bring to light fully, uh, the effect that we have had on native North Americans and native peoples around the world by our support of institutions, which continue to commit these atrocities and get away with it, with taxpayer dollars spent on them. So, uh, you know, that's a big thing. And while that's going on in the macrocosm, in the microcosm of our individual lives, we are also dealing with changes, conflicts, uh, people being unmasked, um, a lot of truths coming out that people don't want to face or accept. So all that can be a little heavy, but at the same time, we also have this amazing amount of cosmic influx coming in. We have this amazing amount of knowing that a lot of people who have already been awakened down the path are getting. And then a lot of new people who are awakening are doing it at lightning speed. Part of that is because we need um, all hands on deck to help more people who are waking up. Uh, you know, I can only do so many readings. Um, people can only do so much Reiki or Instagram lives or whatever. So we need a lot more people out there, um, helping others who are going through this process. And then, um, we are also, you know, leveling up ourselves. So that is all very exciting. Um, if you feel yourself getting pulled in a direction of a more dense emotion, like anger, or you just really want to go fight with someone over something, um, before you do that, Just take a moment to center yourself, maybe meditate a little, go outside, think about it first, hopefully before you speak. I'm not always great at that, to be honest. When I get overloaded in my life, when I get physically drained because of environmental factors that I don't have control over sometimes, um, it can be very difficult for me to sound normal, <laughs> or, you know, to have a tone, like my normal tone versus one that's like cranky or angry or, or whatever. And I am working on that myself. Um, some of that is neurological. So that makes it difficult. But uh, you know, most of all, what I get from these experiences is okay, just try to use less words. And if you know you're going to sound like a bitch, uh, type it because using your voice sometimes isn't a good thing because our voices, uh, have a lot of power, especially right now. And there can be too much energy behind it. If you are feeling internal conflict, if you are not feeling grounded, if you were feeling drained or, um you know, overwhelmed yourself. So keep that in mind. You know how I do this. I make lots of mistakes and then I tell you how not (laughs) to. So, uh, bear and fox. These are the cards that we got for our inner child. And it's so interesting because these have been coming up over and over and over this year. Um, you know, there's 45 cards in the deck. So when that happens, I always find it interesting. We've been getting these. And then I think uh, the one about you are protected. And um, oh gosh, the swan. You're beautiful just as you are. So um, bear says stand up for yourself and fox says do secret favors for others. Doing secret favors for others is, you know, about doing things for others without telling the world about it, without uh, expecting recognition for it, sometimes without the person that you're helping, even knowing that you've done anything, you know, maybe they just find an extra Starbucks on their desk and they don't know who did it, but you know who did it and you've made their day, and you've uh, raised your vibration by having the joy of giving to others. Um, Fox is very cunning and smart, and also, you know, they uh, hang out together in their little dens. It's very interesting that both bear and fox are den creatures, you know? Um, And then standing up for yourself, that is just more about boundaries. Um, some of it, I think if you're being called to be an activist for any particular cause, uh, stand up for that, but this is a lot about standing up for yourself, but what does standing up for yourself mean? Um, the more you can just emanate your boundaries instead of having to get in someone's face about them, the better, but here's, let me, let me come up with an example. Um, all right, here's a good one. So. Sometimes I get so physically drained from the sun or like fire, smoke or different things that I have no control over that I I simply have no choice but to just go to sleep or to lay in a dark room and not talk to anybody. Um, I'm not depleted. I just need rest and I need more rest than others in those moments. And... It can be hard for people who don't experience that to understand that I really can't talk to them. I really cannot in that moment talk to them. So in my uh, love relationship, sometimes this can cause conflict because we're an LDR and our only form of communication really is the phone, right? So either texting or talking or video calls. And when I am feeling that poorly, I can't phone, period. I just can't. And so, uh, understandably, that can cause insecurity on his end. That can, um, and, and he just misses me. And I miss him too. And I get it, but that doesn't make my need for rest and my inability to be on the phone any less than it is. So... Um, in the past when this has come up and then he is trying to push me to continue engaging after I've already said, I just need to be tired. And in fairness, in those situations, I was probably less direct about what I needed. Um, it would create a conflict or an argument. And then what happens is because I'm already depleted, the more I'm pushed, uh, the more aggressively I push back. <laughs> so, so that doesn't turn out well. And uh, I had an instance of that um, over the last few weeks, a couple times. And I, um, instead of getting to the point where I was, you know, angry because he was not hearing me telling him what I was telling him, that I couldn't be on the phone then, and I needed to rest, and I was sorry, but that's the way it was. Um, you know, he was still trying to continue, uh, having me talk to him, even though I had already said I can't right now. Um, so, uh, So what I did instead of losing my shit like I would normally do uh, once I'm pushed and pushed and pushed is I, I said in a less harsh tone, I love you. I need you to hear me right now. If you continue to force me to interact with you by not listening to and respecting my boundaries right now we are going to get to the point where I'm screaming at you and very angry. And then we have a big fight. So you can either listen to what I have told you and hear it and know that I love you. And it has nothing to do with how much I want to be with you, but a physical requirement I have right now, or you can keep pushing me and let's have another screaming match about this thing. And, um, that worked really well. He got it. He was like, okay, I understand. And I hope you get some rest and I love you. And, you know, <clears throat> I don't like having to manage my energy this way. I don't like being susceptible to certain environmental factors. Uh, but it is what it is. And, um, it, you know, I miss him too. I miss him all the damn time. But it doesn't change what I need to do physically sometimes. I changed things up a little bit this week. Because, uh, and it's really funny what cards came up from that. Um, But, not just myself. A lot of other energy workers uh, have been talking about this. Um, While it is important to deal with any triggers that come up for you. Meaning, uh, things that make you have you know, past memories or bad feelings or just, you know, things that, that you have come up for you. It is important to deal with them or do, you know, what people call shadow work, but, uh, there is a difference between doing that and feeling the trigger, seeing the trauma and then, um, Sitting in that feeling for days and then, um, you know, moving it into the guest room, making it a part of your life, uh, going and looking at it so you can cry some more and feel bad. That is not the idea. That is not the process. It's more about observing that it is a thing. Do feel the feelings, of course, but you know what? Feelings only last for a few seconds. So, if you are, you know, crying for days, then to some degree you're choosing that. You're choosing to stay stuck in that feeling instead of letting it pass through you and releasing it from yourself and healing that probably for your family line and your descendants and the collective. So, when I have these things come up, Uh, whether it's an emotional pain or physical pain, because a lot of times you will feel it in your body first, and you may not even, you'll be like, ow, my blah, blah hurts. Why does that hurt? Uh, I say to myself, I am releasing this for myself and the collective. I am releasing this from my body, all my bodies, my energy body, my emotional body, uh, my physical body. I'm releasing these things for myself and the collective. And, uh, usually it passes and I feel like I have moved that through my system, given it back to source energy to be transmuted and reintegrated. And I've pulled back that energy that is mine and reintegrated it into my system. And then next time. A trigger or a reminder of this thing comes around on my wheel because they will always come around. It's your reaction to them that defines your experience of that. So, uh, and I'm not saying don't react either because that's spiritual bypassing and you don't want to do that because then every year it will be a big, painful, deep wound that you have to deal with or every six months, however long your personal cycle is. So what happens when you have fully dealt with something is that when it comes back around again, um, you notice it, but you're like, oh yeah, there's that, um, you know, abandonment thing. Yeah. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel like an abandoned victim anymore because I am an adult and I have, parented myself and my inner child and I have released these dramas and I have forgiven everybody and I have taken back my power from that. So that's just a little small pep talk about not getting addicted to healing and not getting addicted to uh, always being in a state of finding what's wrong because then you're not focusing on what's right. Gratitude while you're going through this process is what helps you not get mired down in that negative emotion. Um, even if you know, it is something really heavy and you, you know, you have been crying all day and you just, your heart is breaking and you're grieving and you're letting go of, of that loss and that pain. Um, try to remind yourself in that moment. I am grateful that I have a safe place to feel these feelings and be with this. I'm grateful that I have food to eat I'm grateful that I have a comfortable bed to lay in while I'm crying Um, you know I'm grateful for my friend who said hey I love you and I'm sorry you're going through a hard time reminding yourself of the things that you do have in your life to be grateful for because I don't care how shitty your circumstances are there are always things to be grateful for. Uh, I've you know as i spend more time on TikTok, there's a lot of people who share different stuff on there than they would maybe share on instagram or elsewhere and i have seen a lot of young people um, and people my age who through various circumstances are basically living on the road they're having to camp, they're living a nomadic lifestyle because economically, it's the only thing they can do right now. And they're some of the most grateful people I've ever seen in my life because they are focusing on what they have more than they're focusing on what they don't. And that is what will get them through that experience. Um, So try to lean into the gratitude. Normally I pull (laughs) the shapeshifters oracle cards, but Those tend to focus on like ego and shadow work and dealing with all that. And so I wanted to insert for our earth self today, a new deck that I've been working with that I really love called bird messages. And today we have green heron profit through learning and observation. Ingenious fishermen of lakes, marshes, and mangroves, heron, green heron stands motionless waiting for dinner to swim by once heron lived by a park's calm lake in japan dining on fishy delicacies within ornamental carp lived there too fed by human on bread and other morsels that heron disdained heron watched human with his intense yellow and black eyes and observed how many fish came to eat the bread soon heron was flicking bread onto the lake himself his dinner was served if heron is standing sharp-eyed in your cards consider his wisdom Heron observes, learns, and reaps the benefits of his new knowledge, and so may you. If you have been thinking of learning a new skill, this is the time to do it. If you envy the success of another, cast envy aside and, like Heron, profit by careful observation of their skills. So, this is about, you know, learning by observing and shutting your mouth more, and watching, or shutting your mouth more, and watching more, you know, listening more, uh, use the mouth less, use the ears more, because you can learn by observing who you feel jealous of, who you feel envy towards, what you're envious of, um, envy and jealousy are things that I worked very hard to eliminate for myself, because I don't, want to feel that way. I, I'm trying to remember, it was at least 20 years ago or more. I got to this point, especially with other women, where I was like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I want to be happy for others when good things happen to them. Like, that's what I started to notice about the world. I started to notice that people were uh, envious and jealous, and wished ill will towards others that they thought were more successful, even people that were supposed to be their friends. Um, oh, I know when it happened. Mm-hmm. So, I had my kids older, right? I was 33 uh, when I, well, maybe I was 32 because I had them when I was 33. I was 32 when I got pregnant, which, uh, for the rest of the country isn't older, but for the middle of nowhere, it's older because at the time, especially most people had their kids straight out of high school. So when I got pregnant, I was working for a fairly big company. There were a lot of other women there who maybe were trying to conceive or wanted to have kids themselves or whatnot. It was shocking to me how not happy for me some people were. Like, how much their envy and jealousy and their own misery made them, got I mean, spiteful towards me. Just like, you bitch, how dare you have the thing that I want? You know what I mean? And, like, pulled away from me. It was very weird. And mind you, I... I was not one of these pregnant women that was, like, marching into the office and telling everybody every day about every little detail of, you know, the life growing within me. And, oh, and he moved last night and blah, 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 blah. I was just, you know, going to work and doing my job. So, when I observed this tendency and then I thought about myself and started noticing in myself, when do I do that? Do I do that? And when I noticed, yeah, I think sometimes I do that, I worked on it and I changed that anytime I had a thought in my head that I was envious or jealous I would think why am I and then I would think also you know what I am happy for this person and I know that if they have attracted this into their life and they are having the success and happiness then it is possible for me to also have it. That is what this green herring card is about. It's about reframing your jealousy and envy to realize that that is just yourself telling you, hey, that's something that you would like. Mm -hmm. So maybe work on that. Uh, Painted Stork is the other card we got. And obviously the Stork has, you know, very big family uh, connotations there stork arrives at her nesting site in burgeoning spring harbinger of fertility its corollary prosperity and all of life's fecundity naturally her chicks flourish in their ample stick nest atop india's perfumed mimosa trees stork attends her garrulous downy offspring with the greatest of care she brings them delicious fishy morsels from her wetland habitat And when the sun beats hard upon their delicate skin, she stands on long pink legs for hours after long hour, her wings outspread, shading them from its coruscating rays. Boy, the writer of this uh, book really likes words, and that is good, and I enjoy a challenge. It's been a while since words challenged me. (laughs) if Stork has landed in your cards it is to remind you of the pleasure and deep security familial closeness brings of the joy of caring and allowing family to care for us in turn such feelings are profoundly different in quality and effect and effect from those engendered by the virtual friends and family of social media and above all she speaks of the rapture of parenthood Mm -hmm. so this is kind of telling you that, find your family, your real life family, hopefully in person that you can be around. If you do not have that in your life, if the people that you connect with are online, that's not any less real, but maybe try to meet up with at least one of those people and um, get some, you know, person to person contact and lean on each other for uh, support and nurturing and Accept that help and also give it. Uh, The parenting thing is coming up a lot for a lot of people. And part of the reason for that is that we are reparenting ourselves. Especially, um, I mean, we all have to do this at different phases of our life. As a recent guest on the Meow Podcast said, uh, you know, we lose our parents. Things happen and we are always at some point in our lives going to have to parent ourselves. Because we don't have our parents forever. And, um, that is coming up a lot. And that's about, you know, giving yourself what maybe you didn't get from other people. Then, (laughs) I'm going to take a short break because I need coffee. Hey Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the Square Booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grieving Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com and to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333 and that is a 30 minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is for mini readings for 4444. I have a Soul Action Plan reading, which is 55 and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 7777 as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square Booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square Booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, (laughs) you can do that at the Square Booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money back guarantee for all my readings and so far, nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all and thank you for listening. right so the Muse tarot for our highest self we received five of emotions processing sadness or grief loss getting stuck in a negative pattern or emotion not seeing the way out crying over spilled milk learned helplessness becoming enamored of the shadow a time to find new hope stolen life force is the prompt you lose power you lose energy you lose life force when you get stuck in negative patterns so i just talked about that a whole lot i'm not going to go down that road again go back and listen again if you did been near it the first time when all the world feels like ice the five of emotions knows that we have drifted away from our emotions once more You can see these cards on Instagram, also on the cover of the podcast, but you can see uh, she is standing with the moon in her heart um, and ice all around. We grow cold, hard, distant, and she knows that there is work to be done in order for us to find our hearts again. It is just so easy to feel numb and sterile. She knows that underneath it all, we miss the tender aching for joy of our own hearts. She feels it for all of us, all the hurt, all the sadness, all the grief, and all the love, laughter, and hopefulness. So she holds on to the ice for us, warming it with her empathy of sunshine, and she melts it into drops of tears. She asks you to open your heart as its vast ocean will overflow with all the things you need to feel. So that you can smile brightly once more. Processing is a process. Feel into the feelings so that you can heal. So this is about not avoiding your feelings and not getting stuck in them. And reminding yourself that for every uncomfortable, painful feeling, there is an equally comfortable, uh, joyful, hopeful, loving feeling. So. It can be very easy right now (laughs) to be stuck in that, that sadness hole. And I, I know that there's tons of things going on in your life that probably feel overwhelming and frustrating, but that's true for most people in the world, no matter what their lives may look like on social media, whomever you follow. And... We are all being challenged with that and the difference between getting through it in a joyful way uh, and with ease or in an extremely painful, hard way is how you approach it and how you manage to generate joy and bliss and hope within yourself. I swear my neighbors and their vehicles if there is a personal challenge I have it is that you may hear a very loud noise in a moment and I don't know when it's gonna be and I don't feel like sitting here for the next five minutes uh, waiting for him so I'm just going to do what the aid of inspiration says and speed forward uh, travel speed free-flowing energy movement breaking free of stuck patterns Running with an idea when inspiration hits. Ephemeral chances. I always love this card. It is really one of my favorites because you have the little snails up at the top, which, oh my gosh, I think I just noticed those for the first time. I have been working with this deck for a year. We get this card all the time, but I love that. And also you'll notice who's right in the middle of that? Mars, who is moving into Leo this week. So use that Mars Leo energy to break free of stuck patterns and run with your ideas and your inspirations. Um, you know, she's moving through that, uh, those timelines really. I mean, whenever I see this, it tells me that people are integrating a lot of personal timelines, which, uh, will result in, um, an overall wonderful co-creation if everybody is doing that individually. She whispers of travel, momentum, and movement. Speeding through this realm, the aid of inspiration wants to share a secret with you. Sometimes you don't need all the answers before you move ahead. When things are not a simple yes or no, you can choose the energy of duality and unanswered questions and just keep going. Sometimes you don't need to choose a side. You don't need the yes or the no. You don't need the black or white because this energy is fast. And if you blink, it's gone done. It serves up more opportunities than failures, and it absolutely feels like flow. This muse whispers that you can make use of this speedy energy now. This life is but a flash of moments in a desert of expanding universes, so taking yourself so seriously to the point of slowing your momentum down will serve only to get you caught up in the quicksand of sticky energy. Jump into motion. Go. It's time for fast motion and quick dreams. So nothing will slow you down more than staying stuck in those negative patterns. Um, And I know people who listen to me, and thank you, all dozen of you or so. (laughs) It's more than that. I'm teasing. Um, And thank you. You know that part of the reason I love this Soul Action Plan reading is that the couplets from the individual decks always mirror each other. Uh, It never fails. And... It gives me, and I feel like my listeners, a very clear perception of what the week is about. So, before I read the Dragon Cards, it is definitely all about getting unstuck from any negative patterns and getting in flow. Making forward progress with whatever your projects are. Whether it's a domestic thing, it's a career thing, it's a love relationship. It really doesn't matter what it is. Even if it's cleaning out your closet, um, take little steps every day towards your goals. If, If you can't make big giant leaps, take the little steps. Just do something. Don't stay stuck where you're at. So, Dragon Oracle Cards for our Galactic Team. Earth Dragon. This is a fourth dimensional dragon, which doesn't mean that, you know... We're slipping back into the 4D, but all of these dimensions still exist and have always existed. The only difference is that now we're becoming aware of the higher ones on this earth plane. Earth Dragon clears your path and land around you. Stay grounded. Be ready to serve. Stuck energy is clearing. (laughs) You can move forward in life. Uh, so earth dragon I love this card so much Uh, to me it looks like earth dragon has some black tourmaline on their back and which is protective and then if you look uh, while this is an earth dragon um, they have water coming up from the rock beneath them to their body Um, that's partly because water Is so powerful for grounding. This is a reminder to be grounding or earthing or doing some sort of practice where you're staying in your body. You want to fully embody your soul and be grounded to the earth right now. You don't want to be floating uh, herky-jerky through the ethers. Being human is what we're here to do and some of you still try to avoid that and just want to float up in the ethers and ironically, that keeps you from moving forward. It's a feeling of false progress in a way, kind of like, um, productive procrastination, (laughs) you know, where like me, for instance, this is something I struggle with. Uh, a bunch of things came up this week. I sort of took this week as a quote unquote vacation, but that really just meant I was not available to clients. Um, because I had a lot to do in my life. Right. Well, 15 other things that I, um, wasn't planning to deal with came up that I genuinely had to deal with, but it diverted me from the thing that I have to do, need to do, want to do, but yet somehow can never seem to get myself to do, which is fill out my damn divorce papers. So please book readings with me and give me lots of money so I can just pay someone else to do it. Uh... Fourth dimensional earth dragons are brown, the color of the soil. They love the planet and the land itself. It was these sturdy dragons who helped to build the original dragon lines that we now call ley lines. Part of their service work is to travel along them to clear them when asked to do so. When we send an instruction to the earth dragons to work with the ley lines, they can power away under the surface to clear any blockages. This impacts hugely on people and situations in the vicinity. They can also help to ground us and our mission in this life. It is time to clear unwanted energies that are preventing your life from moving forward. Some of these may be in the earth under your home or office or where you travel. Call on the earth dragons and ask them to remove all that is not in accordance with divine light. Then sense the frequency rising within the land and on your path. Interesting because on a personal level... I will be uh, working with that this week. Um, Thank you, Earth Dragon. Because part of what makes it difficult with my personal LDR is that the love of my life is in a backwards uh, country with a very corrupt government that um, makes it difficult to travel there. This card also suggests you may be called on to do planetary service work, as the Earth Dragons will take the opportunity to cleanse any ley lines you focus on. Take a moment to direct them to clear the planetary grid and visualize the grid glowing and shimmering. When you walk, think of the Earth Dragons and connect with them through the Earth. Ask them to ground you in your vision, for this card signifies that they are now boosting your spiritual journey and you are ready to fly. Notice the progress you make. Uh, Just a note to anyone who is called to grid work, if you are called to grid work, you've probably heard that word before, but that's what they're talking about with the ley lines and the earth dragons and clearing uh, the energy grid and having that glowing, healthy, crystalline grid is what most people are calling it now. These books were written a while ago and language around these things is ever evolving. But, uh, if you're being called to grid work, um, get in touch with me, send me a DM. I am hoping in August, I say hoping because things are so, um, fluid right now that it's hard to know exactly when the time for things will be right, but I am intending uh grid work i don't know mentorship workshop some sort of thing so that we can start coordinating our efforts and those of you who aren't as familiar with it can learn a little bit more about grid work um through i know i said this last week i think on my reading that i put up but uh, through various processes over the last week, I've had some interesting remembrances and knowing that I need to share. And part of that is that I am meant to be publicly speaking about my personal planetary energy in a way that will awaken others. Because uh, we can collectively help keep the Earth stable for human habitation. We can together work to shift the environment in a way that supports Gaia and also helps keep um, humanity safe during the changes that are happening on the planet. These Uh, very tumultuous climactic times in spite of our scientific predictions of you know epic misery forever past a certain point um, they can change it's going to be a bumpy ride for a while but the more grid workers who come together and network the more chance we have of energetically being able to change it I know that sounds like a lofty claim or goal, but it's my mission and purpose and the reason I'm here. And I'll just leave it at that or I will start crying. I will try to do amuse musings over the next few days to explain all of that. I I know I keep teasing at this information, but when I finally put it all out there, you'll understand why. (laughs) Um... then we also have royal blue and gold dragon. This is a fifth dimensional dragon. So we are anchoring in the fifth dimensional. You see he is holding a sword, but also, or she, or could be non-binary dragon. We don't know. Um, and I love that this dragon actually kind of has a rainbow tail a little bit. We found the LGBTQIA dragon. strengthens you to stand in your power with wisdom. Awaken to your own majesty. Wear your cloak of power and pride. Holy shit. I hadn't read this before I said that thing that I just said. Anyway. um, Royal blue and gold are the colors of majesty, dignity, and illumined achievement. Royal blue and gold dragons carry these qualities and prompt us to stand in our magnificence and true power. So you see they're carrying the sword, but they are also carrying a beautiful, uh, tapestry. Um, this tells me that, you know, it's more about laying down your swords and picking up, uh, your superhero cape. These fifth dimensional dragons come to us when they see royal blue and gold in our aura, indicating that we hold wisdom with power in perfect balance, which has been earned from our connections with the golden era of Atlantis. We may have been incarnate or in spirit at that time, but we were living or serving on a higher path. The dragons will swirl around us, reminding us who we truly are and breathing light into our energy fields to reawaken our ancient gifts and talents so that we can utilize them once more in service. They will re-energize our cloak of power and wisdom so that we can wear it with pride. A royal blue and gold dragon is lighting up the gifts and talents you can carry in your aura. It is breathing courage, support, and dignity into you so that you can wear your cloak of power and wisdom with pride. Most important of all, it is awakening you to who you truly are. It is enabling you to radiate your special light. This dragon is always with you. It holds your sword sword of truth so Archangel Michael can enable you to speak and act with truth and honor at all times. It roars at those who try to diminish you and befriends those who empower you. You have all the support you need to teach divine majesty by example. Mother fudger. Well... They just called me out, didn't they? Um, so, uh, pretty obvious message here. Um, get ourselves unstuck, find our hope and be aware and receiving the downloads and information that's going to awaken you to your own majesty. I truly believe That the energetic work that I'm being taught through uh, other dimensions, non-incarnate beings, um, is accessible and available and possible for everyone. Um, Just like there are many professions on earth, uh, not everybody is going to be their own lawyer, their own doctor, their own plumber, you know. So, not everybody's a grid worker. Not everybody is a Reiki healer. Not everybody. But you can be embodying your full self on this earth. And be a fully illumined human. You can do that no matter what your job is, what your family life is like, where you live, how much money you have. Um, how long you've been awake, how much you've been studying things, how quote unquote spiritual you are. You have that. Um, Something else I wanted to say. There is a lot of reference to angels and archangels and Christ consciousness throughout multiple oracle decks and esoteric teachings. Um, I want to make a clear message of distinction between those references and Christianity, especially Catholicism. I don't think there's any doubt in anyone who's paying attention that the Catholic Church has been fully unmasked with how horrendous they have treated, horrendously, they have treated Indigenous people all over the world. Right now we're hearing about Canada and the US, but I just saw something last night about India and how it impacted that country and suppressed their heritage and spiritual practices and more is going to be revealed and it's going to hurt. I know there's a lot of people who are uh, ex-evangelicals or ex-Christians or um, had religious trauma or, you know, just because of all this horror, uh, can be a little, um, uncomfortable. I'm trying not to use the T word anymore because I'm just tired of it, frankly. Um, it can activate those religious wounds, but I want to assure you going to make me cry. I want to assure you that the real Jesus and the real archangels and the real divine beings and ascended masters, I mean Jesus in particular, you want to talk about the second coming, you know, and they want to talk about the apocalypse? Well, I don't think it's what they planned on. (laughs) Because he is pissed and he is back. His Christ Consciousness is back in all of us and we are rising up with what was the original intention of that Christ Consciousness to heal this planet and stop the atrocities that have been committed using his teachings in a warped and violent An oppressive and perverted and criminal way. So, I will still be using reference to who I see as the Ascended Master and what his actual teachings were and what I know about the actual Jesus to be true. And what I know about the actual angels to be true because religion has nothing to do with their truth it has nothing to do with it that got heavy um, <clears throat> I love you all I am so proud of you frankly I'm proud of myself but I am so proud of you I encountered these young women last night on TikTok who confirmed some of my astronaut training stuff that I recorded last year and so many people are getting that message to wake up and ground yourself and be spiritually ready. (sighs) People talk about spiritual warfare and that makes it sound like a scary thing or like an adversarial thing, but all that means Is that you need to be whole and fully embodied and grounded and have your own discernment developed. Your own compass of what is true and what feels just and um, right for humanity of the highest good. We need to be acting and thinking and existing and being in our highest good. That is our armor. We are armed with unconditional love. We are armed with source energy. The battle is not one of blood, shed, and war. The battle is within. And you are all doing a magnificent job of it. Oh, boy. It's been a lot lately, you know, it's kind of been a lot and I've heard from so many of you what you're passing through and what you're figuring out and the ways in which you're growing and I just love you all so much. I love you more every day and I grow more proud of you every day and so does the rest of the universe. And they are all here supporting us. They are all here supporting you. And I love you. Introducing a new collaborative podcast Meow Podcast. M-E-O-W-W. That's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard. A panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things Woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can... Get us at Pod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love.
0: I'm trying to tell you something about my life. Maybe give me insight between black and white. And the best thing you've ever done for me is to help me take my life less seriously. It's only life after all, yeah. Well, just has a hunger that's insatiable, and I cold. It's hot here. I wrap my fear around me like a blanket. I feel my ship of safety till I sink it. I'm crawling on your shore. And I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. I looked to the children. I drank from the fountain. There's more than one answer to these questions. Pointing me in a crooked line And the last I seek my source Was some definitive Closer I am the fire Closer I am the fire And I went to see The Doctor of Philosophy With a poster of Rasputin And a fear down to his knee you never did marry the great movie. He greeted my performance. He said he could see through me. I spent for his prostrate to the higher mind. Got my paper and I was free. I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. I looked to the children. I strayed from the fountains. There's more than one questions pointing me in a crooked line the and the less, less I see I see, talk, some choice, definitive the closer the I am the far I yeah, the closer the I am, high, 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 yeah, the closer the I am I stopped by the bar at 3 a.m. Two seek solace in a bottle and Lord, possibly a friend. And I woke up with a headache like my head against a board. Twice as cloudy as I'd been the night before. And I went in seeking clarity. I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. I looked to the children. I drink from the fountain We go to the doctor We go to the mountains We look to the children We drink from the fountains. Yeah, we go to the Bible We go through the workout We read up for revival We stand up on the lookout It's more than one answer to these questions Pointing me in a crooked line and the left I seek my soul, some definitive Closer I am to yeah Closer I am to